Today's show is pre-recorded. Like a million bucks, bucks, things in its cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be for Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. Oh, Show will. Uh, good morning, everybody. Y'all listening to The Voice. Uh, come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey got a radio show. Yeah, I got one. Uh, and uh, I got a message for you today, too. Something I was thinking about that might help you along the way. The thing I appreciate about so many people that I learned from Bishop Jakes, Kenneth Olmer, Donnie McClurkin, Kirk Franklin, Joel Osteen. I can't tell you. And many more than that. I mean, you know, I'm I'm, I'm naming, you know, famous people because I know you know these names. But my father, who you never met, was so great in my development as a man. But my mother, Lord have mercy, my mother, she taught me about faith. She gave me the things I needed to know about what I speak about every day. That basis was given to me by her. So so many great people. But here's the thing that I've had to learn. And that is that if God got you through it, it's done. Move on. See, I, I can't tell you how many people don't really pay attention to that close enough. If God got you through it, it's done. Move on. How many times... Have we as people allowed God to get us through something, get us beyond something, get us over something, get us through something, and then even after its completion, we sit there and we dwell on it and we dwell on it to the point where it becomes an anchor around our neck and we can't move on. We can't move on because we just won't let it go. It's done. If God got you through it, it's done. 
Move on. Stop harboring on the past. Stop hanging on to every time you fail. Stop hanging on to every time you slipped up and messed up. Stop hanging on to every time you didn't get it right. So what? Everybody makes mistakes. Everybody messes up. Everybody don't get it right. Everybody struggling with something. You ain't the only one. But my God, man, if God got you through it, it's done. Move on. What you hanging on to it for? That's why he got it, got you through it. So you can move on from it. See, a lot of things that happen to us that we think are negative or, or bad experience, these are lessons in what not to do. This is a, a, a way to have a now a bearing on. Look out for it the next time. You got me once. You can't get me again. I'm telling you, man, if God got you through it, it's done. Move on. You have got to move on. I use this analogy all the time. I'm going to add a little bit to it. Bishop Jakes told me you cannot drive your car looking in the rear view mirror. See, you know what your rear view mirror is actually for in your car? Your rear view mirror is designed. After I pass a car and I want to merge into that lane or I want to make another move, I look up in the rear view mirror and all I use it for, it shows me that I've gotten past it. I've gotten past the vehicle I was passing and I got enough room now clear to make my next move. That's what I use my rear view mirror for. I use my rear view mirror to just glance up every now and then to see what's coming up on me. That's all I use it for. Listen to me real close now. Your rear view mirror on your car is after you're passing something or you're passing by something, you can look up in the rear view mirror and it lets you know you're past it. You're beyond it. It's clear now. It's in the past. You no longer have to deal with it as the car that was in front of you blocking your way. You have passed it. You look up in the mirror. You've cleared it. Now, if you want to switch lanes, you could slide on over. You got room. But that rearview mirror also lets you see if anything is coming up on you. And you just need to glance because if you moving forward, Ain't a whole lot can come up on you. You're just glancing every now and then. And it reminds you that you got through something and you got beyond something. That's what the rear view mirror for. Now let's talk about that windshield. Why you think that windshield so big on your car? That's the biggest window on your car. You know why the windshield so big? Because it's where you're going. Because even the automobile makers want you to have a wide view of where you're going. So you can see what's up ahead. They put lights on the car at night so you can have night vision and see what's up ahead. But you can, uh, uh, uh-oh, man, uh uh-oh. See, now, why is that? Look, think about that now before I move forward with this one. Think about that windshield, man. Why is that windshield so big? So you can see where you're going. It's way more important where you're going than where you've been. Don't you see that? That's why the rear view mirror is so small, because it is nowhere near as important as it is as to where you're going. 
Where you been just allows you to take a glance so you can make sure you cleared it so you can see if there's room enough for you to make your next move so you can know that you've gone through it and go ahead on about your business. But that windshield, that windshield is for vision. A man without a dream or vision shall perish. That windshield is for somebody going somewhere. That windshield is for somebody up there trying to make another move. I'm going to go right, I'm going to left, I'm going to get off on this exit, I'm going to take this detour, I'm going to handle this sign, there's a new route. There's only so many miles left to go. That's what the windshield got. Let me tell you something, man. When you see a mile sign, you're driving on the freeway, you're on the interstate, and you let's say you're driving to a particular city, and you see a sign that says that city is 38, uh, 138 miles away. That lets you know where you're going and you're on the right path. Now, if you keep looking in the rearview mirror, you'll never know how close you are. You'll never know. Because you're driving your car, looking in the rearview mirror, you all on the shoulder, you hear them rocks up under your car, you done scared yourself to death, because you know why? Because you keep looking in the rearview mirror. Get out the rearview mirror. If God got you through it, it's done. Move on. So what? He don't love you no more. And? Man, let's move on. If God got you through it, it's done. Move on. God got something for you. If you get out your rearview mirror and get up in that windshield, God's got something for you up ahead. But you can't see what's up ahead because you in that rearview mirror. If God got you through it, it's done. Let's move on. Come on, y'all. Don't let the past beat you up. That's the ingredients in the cake. You done made that already. That's done. Let's go. God, look in the windshield. See what God probably got something new for you. If you get out the rearview mirror and look, open up your eyes and see. All right, let's go today. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, here we are. It is the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is new. It is fresh. It is enlightening. It will at times be alarming. It has been times to be called ignorant. Sometimes crazy, a bit off the rails, whatever you need, that's what we are. But know this, without a shadow of a doubt, we need you to continue to stay on the air. Thank you for listening. Thank you for showing us love, and we in return will continue to deliver. That's our promise to you. Ladies and gentlemen, let us begin Mm. with the damn Steve Harvey morning (laughs) show. Yeah. Yeah, strawberry. <laughs> Good morning, Steve. And we got to just say thank you. Thank you to our audience. We love you. We really do. We appreciate you. Yeah. Call us out today. Uh, power failure down in Houston due to uh, Hurricane Nicholas. So mm-hmm. she won't be with us. Yeah. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, he is here, though. Uh, all these people that I'm about to announce is from Houston. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, Junior, uh, the Wonder Boy Kill. Spates. Morning, Unc. Morning, everybody. Houston proud. The legend of pranks, ladies and gentlemen, nephew Tommy. In the bill in H Town, baby. Northside. Lee York, West Montgomery. Yeah. By the car wash. Faux yeah. faux. By the car wash? Yeah. yeah by the car wash. Oh, faux faux. Convenient. I like that. <laughs> I first convenient. came to Cleveland. We lived on top of uh, a restaurant slash liquor store. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Yeah. Food and what? drink right there at your disposal. How I convenient. Was, uh, full, Shirley. 
<laughs> really much you can do it for. Really didn't see the benefit of living on top of the liquor store at the time. <laughs> and really made the correlation. My daddy was ecstatic. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, I give my father credit, man. My father only drank on the weekends. Uh, okay. All right. He didn't drink during the week during his Worked. job, but on the weekend, mm-hmm. he bought he a lit. fifth of Canadian Windsor. I've never okay. seen my father drunk. I knew he was high and tipsy, but I never saw him drunk. Canadian Windsor. Canadian Ooh. Windsor. Man, that's one. A fifth. That was his drink. All right. I bought when I uh, every every bar I have, I buy one bottle of Canadian Windsor just to put it on the In bar. Respect. That's respect. Yeah. Just yeah, out of my respect. daddy, man. Yeah, that's respect. Canadian Windsor. Don't nobody never tasted? asked for it. <laughs> have I ever tasted it? No. When I smelled it as a child, yeah, uh, I got drunk. <laughs> just off the smell, you got to contact. Just yeah. a whiff of it. <laughs> yes. Well, Steve, you don't really wear hats anymore, but just to let you know, today is National Felt Hat Day. What? Remember when you used to wear all your hats? Oh, I still got some, though. You know, let me know if I need to go put one on for Felt Hat Day. Today, I'm saying. It's still hot in Atlanta, though, so you can put that felt hat on if you want to. (laughs) Sweat. Yeah, Yeah, it's still summer, technically, too. Mess Mm. around and be heat stroke day. Henry the Hatter, Detroit, Michigan. Oh man, Henry's yeah, Henry the man. That was boy, that was a dude up there, man. Yes, mm-hmm. sir. And the Mad Hatter in Cleveland. Oh wow, that's worth. All right, well, uh, we're gonna move on because coming up at 32 minutes after the hour, Ask the CLO is right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, time now for Ask the CLO. This one, CLO Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey, is from Stephanie in East Texas. Stephanie writes, my boyfriend moved him to my place, and I have limited closet space, so um, he has to put some of his things in my hall closet. I want to to get my baby's old stroller to let a friend use it, and a box of condoms fell out. Mm -mm. There was only one condom in the box, and I know they come in threes. If I was, it was not the brand we used, so I questioned him. He said they were old, so he just threw them in there with his other things. They don't expire until 2024. So is he lying? Is he no, lying? That sounds like the truth to me. Thank uh, you. I concur. Thank you. I concur. And they're going to yeah. have to quit selling them in threes. They're going to yeah. have to break them up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, at the so, gas station, you can get them out the jar. Yeah. You know, they won. They're like gas a pickle station. jar. I yeah, yeah. you seen it? Yeah. 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 What? Yeah, Uncle, at the gas station, you can you can buy condoms just out of, out of a jar. You know, they got one, one, one. Singles. just one singles. That's it. Like, like you ain't been to the gas station so long. Yeah, what? yeah. You, you ain't been to the gas station. I'm stunned. <laughs> you you bought one condom. <laughs> yeah, like a well, cookie tell you how old I am. Last time I was at the store, you could buy one cigarette. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah, man. If you had the right gas station. Yeah, dog. All right, well, I'm just going to tell you, no, that sounds like the truth to me. That's a highly can be possible. Okay, well, let me ask you this, if that's the truth. If if they're if they're his, why didn't he just bring them in the room? He lives there now. He moved in there. Why didn't he just? He have ain't got no closet space. She done put him in the hall closet. He put through the stuff in the hall closet. She got drawers. She has drawers in the night. And every woman takes up every drawer, Shirley. You know that. Yeah, uh-uh. he ain't got, he ain't you got can no make drawers room for the condoms. Shirley, he he said they old, and then she said that ain't the brand we use. 
That's because they old. That was a before you, lady. 2024 is when they expire. 10 year lifespan. But they're not his brand, Shirley. Mm -hmm. No, you only wear one brand. together on this condom stuff. All right, we're moving on. You know, condoms is 10 years. Yeah. You know, it makes condoms. See, Shirley, you ain't never bought none. You don't know. Just go on to the next question. You're right, and I'm going. Thank you. What are you bothering this man for trying to break these people up? (laughs) I'm not trying to break them up. Look, All right, Kareen in Camden, New Jersey says, I'm 37 years old, and I met a guy that still lives with his ex-wife in the basement apartment of their home. He invited me to a cookout for his daughter's graduation in June. His ex-wife seems like a nice lady, but it's awkward for me to visit him there because she has come down several times to offer us food and wants to just sit and chat with us. I really like him, (laughs) but I am not sure I want to be mixed up in this. He has asked me to give him a chance to love me. And should I stick with it and see how it goes? Yeah, you can stick with him, but it sounds to me like you're about to get stabbed. <laughs> <laughs> a poison. Coming out, sitting in the basement, talking, bringing you food. You better quit eating that woman's food. Yeah. <laughs> you gonna mess around, be going up them steps the next night, be pop locking. You ain't gonna know what's wrong with you. He in the basement, so she gotta answer the door. Man, what? <laughs> she come down, sit down, and talk. What, girl? This is a very unusual situation. How long he gonna live this, in the basement? Yeah, yeah. you got. He got to get himself together, get up out that basement. You can't be going over this woman's house. Yeah. That ain't well, smart. The daughter graduated, so that that's progress. Maybe he can move on. Don't y'all get naked in that basement now. I'm going to tell you, don't do it. <laughs> Listen, you can come down here and sit and watch TV, but you will not be getting naked in my house. <laughs> yeah. All, All right. right. So, so moving on. And that food you finna um, eat, don't worry about it. You finna go to sleep, sweetie. <laughs> you ain't even going to be able to blink in a minute. <laughs> Got something for your ass. So what are you saying? Should she stay or move on? No, I, I'm not saying she got to move on, but she got to help encourage this guy to get his own place, okay. get out his ex-wife's basement. Right. Come on. Are you kidding me, yeah. man? Mm-hmm. She coming down talking, bringing food. <laughs> She's going to kill you. Chopping it up. She's going to kill and you. Chopping it up is exactly <laughs> what's going to happen one night. And the basement is the best place to do. Yeah. You already, already down, down there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the All attitude. Right. Oh, man. All right. Encourage him to move out. You heard the CLO, uh, Kareen. All right. Bobby in Charlotte says, I'm almost 50, and I've been divorced for two years, so I'm having fun dating. I'm dating a few guys at the same time, and sometimes the dates overlap, so it's stressful. Only one of the guys is a promising prospect, so I entertain myself with all of the others. Um I am only having sex with the one that I really like, and I feel like I could settle down with him. He's asked if we're exclusive to one another, and I didn't know how to answer him. Do I tell him the truth, or do I lie and uh, tell him he's the only one? Mm-hmm. Well, now, nah, here we go. Truth or here a lie, what should she do? Okay, oh. now, nah, Shirley, you're a woman. You're always talking about the truth. What you think she ought to do? Mm. Ah, mm, come ah. on. Huh? CL, Shirley. How come about on. those cowboys? Oh, <laughs> 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 <Yeah. laughs> Now, you know what I think you ought to do? <laughs> Tell this Tell man he's the only one because he is the only one you're sleeping with. Sleeping with yeah. And that you are exclusive because as of right now, that's what you are. Because if this is the one you want to try to settle down with and he asking you is mm-hmm. you exclusive, but see, he know y'all ain't. 
because your old behind and already said your dates be overlapping, so your old ass don't even know how to schedule. <laughs> <laughs> so now he didn't. He know that one of these dates didn't yeah. overlap. That's why the man got to ask you, is he exclusive? The reason for the question. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you already don't know what you're doing. So now you got to say, hey, look, I was dating, but I don't sleep with anybody but you. But I go out occasionally. But that's over for me. That's the truth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what you should like do. That. Because ain't no need of you talking about because you done already said you don't know how to schedule. The <laughs> hell they overlapping. overlapping. Scheduling that tight. Well, he coming fun. at 7, then he going to leave around 7.45. You can come on in at 7.50. <laughs> like you damn greyhound or somebody. <laughs> they passing each other. Yeah, in the, in the driveway. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you got a bus schedule. <laughs> having fun. Okay, mm-hmm. fun. That's what she said. She's having fun dating. <laughs> All right, thank you, CLO. Coming up next, it is the nephew with Run That Prank Back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour in entertainment news, uh, Steve, we didn't talk about the Met Gala, so you know we got to talk about the fashions. I know you have some opinions. That was a couple of you nights know, ago. I, yeah, a couple <laughs> nights ago, and I'm just now getting the damn pictures because, you know. <laughs> we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Hang on. <laughs> also, um, we'll talk about uh, TMZ being sold. But right now, the nephew is here with Run That Prank Back for today. What you got, Nev? I left my medicine in your house. I left my medicine in your house. Why? Let's go. Get your pills. It don't matter why. I didn't need my refills. I have no more refills. Let's go. <laughs> Come on, kid, though. Hello. Hello, my speaker, Clarence. Yeah, this is he. Who is this? Hey, Clarence. Uh, um, hey, my name is Sherman, dog. Your house is the one that uh, uh got broke into last week, right? Yeah, man. Just waiting on the police to get back with me. Tell me if they found these people or not, man. Oh, so, oh. now, hold on. What's your name again now? Sherman. Sherman. Thurman. Sherman. Thurman. How, how you hear about it? Oh, no, you know, I, I stay uh, a couple streets old. Everybody in the neighborhood kind of heard that uh, y'all had got yeah. broke in on. Yeah, man, everybody been kind of kind of real good around here, man. It just don't make no sense, man. You go out here and work hard for stuff, and then, you know, people just do you like this, man. It just, I'm just glad wasn't nobody hurt, man. My wife and my son, they, they alive, and that's, you know, that's the best thing, man. So, yeah. you know, try not to cuss with some shit like this happen, you know. I understand, man. I, I you, know, do. You, you stay a couple streets over, you say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, let me let me let me say this to you, man. I I, I want to say first of all, I I hate what happened. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. And, and uh, uh, I I do, man. I you know, and I'm glad your your family and stuff. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. Well, hey, man, can I just can I just say this here, man? Uh, and I don't really know how to say it, but uh, I, I was I was with the two dudes that had broke in there. I, I was with them when they did that. Okay, you did you just say you was with them that broke in my house? I, so, so you broke in my house? No, see, no, see, see, that's why I'm, see, that, Clarence, that's what I'm, I'm calling you, trying to tell you. I was trying to talk them out of it. You know what I'm saying? Well, what the happened? Because they did this. I, I couldn't talk them out of it. But you know, I was 
But okay. I wasn't in there taking nothing is what I'm saying. Okay, 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 okay. Well, who was in there taking it then? Man, I can't, I can't be doing, I can't do that. I can't, see, I ain't trying to get in the middle of that. No, 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 you you can do that. You just called my damn phone. Oh, you can tell me who broke in here. You was one of the who else wasn't with you. That that ain't this, that ain't even the reason why I called, man. I, I, I don't give a damn what the reason you called me. You called me. Broken my, who who was with you? Who was with you? Man, I, I'm... As a matter of fact, what street you stay on? No, let, let me say this to you, man. This is the reason why I called. See, when we was in there, and then they, they started screaming and hollering at each other, then saying we got to hurry up and get out. You know, like I say, I was in there trying to talk them out of that. I don't give a if you tried to talk them into it. You broke into my... This broke my heart. You... And got the guy in my audacity to call me. Okay, but listen, man. Listen, listen, listen to me, man. The I'm listening to you for... While I was in there, man, and, and you know, they was we was getting out of there in a hurry, I actually left... I, 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 my, my, uh, my pills fell out of my pocket. My bottle of you pills, know. man. My medicine. And I don't, I don't got no more refills on it, man. And I need my medicine. That's why I'm calling you to see if you don't mind me coming back over there to get my pee. You don't give a f about your medicine, Mother, this m who gives a sh about? I tell you what, I tell you, no. Can ask me about some medicine? No, I was just caught up in a bad situation, man. I swear to God, if I see you over, here, I swear to God, I'm gonna beat your ass. No, I'm gonna I beat your. Ass. You better be glad my son wasn't in my damn house. Man, listen, man. I'm not trying to get in, have no problems with nobody. I just need my medicine, man. Your medicine. You got problems with me. But I don't have no more refills on that medicine. I need my medicine. I'll get sick. I'll tell you what. i tell you what. Come come get your medicine. You know exactly where I stand. I'm going to have a front door open. You ain't got to break in this time. Come get your medicine. I swear to God, you're going to need more than just that Medicine. I'm gonna put some on your ass. I swear. Man, why are you taking it out on me, man? And I'm the one that was in there trying to talk him out of it. You was with them. That's the point. Oh, that's my. Bring them too. Tell them to help you come get your medicine. So all I want to do is get my medicine and be through with this. That's all I'm trying to say to you. I ain't trying to start no trouble with you. Start no trouble. You broke into my house. You know what? I tell you what. I all. Yeah, I tell you what. Come get the medicine. Come, come, come get the medicine right now. I'm at home. what what street you stay on? I bring it to you. Hey man, I'm not finna go back and forth arguing with you, man. I'm finna come over there and get my medicine, and man, you gonna be through with each other. You ain't got to go back and forth. I tell you what. Come on over here. Get your medicine right now. This evening, you gonna need some more medicine. They gonna come break in my house. You broke into my sh**. I take care of my wife and my kids in this house. I understand that. And I will not be back in your house after I get my medicine. Who the f*** is you hollering at? Dog, I, I tell you what. You No, 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 no. You ain't going to be back in my house after you get this medicine. You're going to have a permanent new residence. I swear to God, you're going to be living in a cemetery. Listen, I got one more thing I need to say to you before I get over there. Is you listening to me? Say that sh on your way over here. I'm, I'm going to say it. I'm on my way now. I've got one more thing I need to say. Is you listening? Well, say it then. That's his nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your sister, Bray. <laughs>
Hello? Who the f is this? <laughs> hey, man. Hey, class, this nephew Tommy, man, from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your sister Bree got me to prank you, man. Boy, you, you, my. Oh, you play too much. I don't believe this. <laughs> oh, miss, he said, man, they, they broke in my brother's house. He needs a spirit lifted. He said, come on, call him and get it. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> uh, you damn near had you a well with ass. <laughs> oh, man, boy, y'all wrong for this here. Oh, man. <laughs> hey, man, let me ask you something. What is? What is the baddest radio show in the land? <laughs> it is the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Listen, bro, hey, and if the n that that broke in my house is listening, uh, you can come back over here. If you left your medicine, come on, come back and get it. I'm at home right now. If they're listening, they can come on back over there now? Yeah, right, right now. Bring your ass. <laughs> Boy, y'all wrong for that. Ooh, nephew Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> Give it to me. Stupidity. King Franks. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's what you do, man. That's what you do. Come on, now. He <laughs> couldn't believe that you had called his house wanting your medicine. The audacity. <laughs> yeah. I got the nerve to be stupid September 24th and 25th right there in West Palm Beach, Florida at the Improv. The nephew coming to town. September 24th, 25th. Tickets on sale right now. Come watch your boy act a dog on food. Yay, yay. <laughs> All right, nephew, thank you. Coming up at the top of the hour, we'll have some entertainment news right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so Steve, we kind of do this uh, every year, you know, talk about the Met Gala. Now, it was a couple of days ago, but we haven't had a chance to talk about the fashions or anything. Because uh, would nobody gotta... send me no damn pictures is why. <laughs> you know I don't know how to look that kind of stuff up. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to throw out a name. You tell me what you think, okay? Okay. Uh, we'll just start with the big one. <laughs> Kim Kardashian I, in all I, black Balenciaga. Yeah, I didn't care for that at all. Mm -hmm. I mean, not at all. I mean, um, she was covered from head to toe, a black stocking over her face. You know, it was a, it was a fitted was short dress, face? but it had it over her face and then her hair and then a the long train, I, I just, it was all black. I didn't i didn't get it. She looked like a black Spider-Man. That's what she looked like. You know, but <laughs> yeah. with no emblems on it. Like, you know she a superhero, but there ain't nothing on there to tell you. Well, what can you she know, do? She Catwoman, is she flame, <laughs> icicle? You know, what are you, baby? Come on now. <laughs> she kind of looked like, um, just like she was channeling Kanye. That's more like what he would have worn, the full face mask and all of that. I don't, I don't okay, uh, well, Iman. A ninja. She could have been a ninja. A, a ninja. Iman that had on the gold. Yes, with the yes, oh, she the was feathers. Dope. I, she, she was, was dope. Favorite. That was Met Gala to me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That was Met Gala at its at its at its fullest. The finest. Yeah. Our girl, yeah. Queen of Queen of Hip Hop Soul, Mary J. Blige. Did you? See I didn't her? see Mary J. Blige. Oh, with the gold. Beaded. Send it to me, Monica, oh, and then yeah. I'll comment next. Okay. Uh, let me tell you who I found to be interesting. Okay, yeah, go ahead. Tiana Taylor. Ah. Mm -hmm. Tiana Taylor's outfit. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. Yes, Lord. Yes, Tiana. Yeah, Tiana hey, Taylor. Tiana. Clap it for Tiana. Hey, hey, she never disappoints. Standing she never ovation. Standing ovation over here. Yeah, Tiana wasn't playing. And she's a pretty girl, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she never disappoints. She's very attractive. Mm -hmm. And she's got the 
one of the best bodies ever. Um, well, okay. I mean, you know, best body ever. Who is this yeah, right she here? she does. Her body's so tight and yeah. Uh, that's sweetie. Sweetie. Sweetie, yeah. Yes, Lord, sweetie. Man, that's for the young boys. Yeah, sweetie. Fifty Falcon. What the hell are you talking about? J Lo. Yeah, J Lo. I thought J Lo crushed it. Yeah, I thought J Lo came up in there and let them have it, give it to the people. Yeah, J Lo was on and cracking. Like J Lo. Doing Jennifer Hudson. You better shut it down, girl. Jennifer Hudson. Came up in there and went to work on a yeah. man. That red Jennifer dress. Jennifer Hudson was the business in that red dress. Mm-hmm. Yes, she I was. thought she was fly as all get out, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Morning, Jennifer. Yeah. <laughs> oh, she's single, here. I'm just speaking. I don't know, uh-huh. you know you got to speak uh-huh. after that. And good morning, J-Lo. <laughs> <laughs> Who else did you like? Uh, Let me see. Uh... I don't know. Sure. Oh, did you uh, see? Um, oh, Mary J. Blige. I saw Mary J. Blige. Yeah, loved it. In the gold. Yeah. Go Mary J. Yeah. Mary J. Blige was dope. You know who I liked? And um, I just I, like her as a person, man. I yeah, love she's Mary beautiful. J. I, I liked Whoopi Goldberg too. Did you see her? She looked beautiful. No, I didn't see Whoopi. Yeah, Goldberg. Yeah, she looked beautiful. She did. Uh, what about AOC, Alexandria Ocasio? Uh, you know, she's the New York Congresswoman. The reason oh. I'm I'm mentioning her dress. Go oh. to AOC. Because she had on a white dress. You have to send it to me. I can't go there. How, Shirley? Who are you talking to? (laughs) 64 years old. I'm sitting around going somewhere online. Go to AOC. You got to screenshot it for him and send it it to me. But anyway. I like the little little sisters, uh, Haley and. uh, Chloe and Hallie. Uh Yeah, I like the little, you know, they were cute. They really One of them, you know, I had to talk with her with the pink on. With the pink, yeah. At the gala, we're going to need some more clothes on. <laughs> but they they were really cute. But AOC had on a white dress, Steve. I can't wait till you see it. And then when you turn around, she had in letters, tax the rich. Going down the back of it. So, so that was a statement in and of itself. But it reminded me of that dress that I wore one year to the hoodies. Remember when that dress when I had all the writing on it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's when what that the, reminded me of. The, uh, yes, Shirley. Best church choir. Go oh, right Mary across. J. Blige oh, turned around the with the gold dress on. You better kill him, Mary J. Blige. <laughs> I, you know who I loved? Whoopi Goldberg. I told you she, she I love Whoopi Goldberg, man. And she I love her, too. I mm. love Whoopi Goldberg. Uh, Megan Fox. Yes. Mm-hmm. Feel what you want to feel mm. uh-huh. and think what you want to think. Talk to him. Yeah. But let the church yeah. say amen. 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 Yes, Lord. <laughs> amen. So well, anyway. Blessing us. Yeah, pass that picture like the collection plate. Pass that picture so we all Now, uh, no. uh, 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 Rihanna's boyfriend. ASAP Rocky. Mm-hmm. Oh, what the hell he had on the polka dot blanket? I <laughs> it looked what like a blanket, was. didn't it? <laughs> I like they, Steph Curry and his wife. Yeah, yeah. They looked nice. He was straight pimp in that. Mm-hmm. Steph Curry was doggy clean in that <laughs> thing, man. I better not find that jacket no damn yeah, way. Yeah. So that's that's a few of the highlights from the Met Gala. Uh you can go to our website, steveharveyfm.com, and check out more pictures and let us and know. And the what you dudes think. that was there, like Pete Davidson or whoever hit man, why don't go to the gala next year. 
If that's <laughs> how you, you gonna that, dress, no, nah, just don't come up in here with this on. The dudes was disappointing. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, the dudes, man. I don't know what they tried to do. The women was killing it. J-Lo Always. was no joke. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. That's the Met Gala. Coming up at 20 minutes after the hour, Shaq had to get off the dating site. Tender will tell you why right after this. Can I go out with you? <laughs> what? Can I ever go out with you? <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. So if you saw Shaquille O'Neal's profile on a dating app, would you think it's catfish or would you think it's legit? Well, apparently, Shaq, who is 49 years old, tried to give a t- tried to give Tinder a shot, but had to delete it after 24 hours because no one believed it was him. <laughs> I would think yeah. it was catfish for sure. Uh, Shaq says, "I signed up for Tinder, put my put in my name, and I tried to make a person meet me. Okay, and they didn't believe it was me." Shaq shared in a recent interview, he said, uh, it's me, it's Shaq. And the woman said, Shaq would never be on this. Mm. So I had to hit delete. I had to delete my account. (laughs) Shaq said she was hot too. (laughs) The woman (laughs) who didn't believe it was him. I need to put Uh, Shaq on ready to love. Shaq looking for somebody? Come on, Shaq. No, Shaq don't need no damn tender. Shaq said, please just meet me at Starbucks. No stranger danger, none of that stuff. Right. And, you know, I know you guys are married, Steve and Tommy, but Junior, would you date a celebrity on a dating app? I'd date damn near anybody. <laughs> <laughs> That's how this thing going over here. I, you don't even got to be that famous. <laughs> You're not that picky. <laughs> yeah. I, I just came out of COVID by myself. Mm. Struggling to eat was yeah. a problem. <laughs> I got to address these issues now. Yeah. Yeah, you got some more pressing things. Yeah. <laughs> Can't be picky because she famous or not. Yeah. Ride it out. <laughs> nah, be talking about if she is famous and if what I like, hell yeah, I'm a dater. Uh-huh. Yeah. But have you ever dated anyone from a from online? I got to ask you that. Have you gone no, on a dating No, site? I've never I've never done that. No, yeah. I've never done the app thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you remember back in the day, Uncle, when you had your dating site? I went on that one date that one time. Oh, I was finna say. Oh, I remember yeah. that. You remember that? Dog, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, dog, you said, Uncle, back in the day when you, back in my day, <laughs> wasn't <laughs> no damn app. <laughs> 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 Early on in the yeah. Steve Harvey morning Back in show. my day, yeah. it wasn't no smartphone. It wasn't <laughs> a phone. <laughs> we didn't well, have open. a dumb yeah. phone. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. A smartphone. Remember, get this damn payphone. Get your ass out of here. Well, Shaq says, I guess he's saying, meet them the old-fashioned way, like, you know, at a Starbucks or something like that if you're a person like Shaq, so. Mm. And not That's on a it. dating site. Can you That's what he's Starbucks? saying, because he didn't have <laughs> Can we have a couple of lockdowns? Do you find love at Starbucks? Me and you? <laughs> Can you dig it? <laughs> But you wouldn't think that someone like Shaq would. They probably Shaq. are coming out. But is that is that genuine? He's got a lot of Woodward's jobs. You have to be willing to take on a lot now. That's Shaq. Uh huh. Yeah. Like what? <laughs> Shaq. That ain't tiny house. That's Shaq. <laughs> <laughs> Seven one. Seven two three hundred. Yeah. All right. Coming up at thirty four minutes after the hour, Shock Shock Howard Stern says. The firestorm over his vaccination comments unlike anything he's ever seen. We'll talk about it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, Howard Stern says he has no regrets over last week's colorful comments that uh, COVID-19 vaccines should be mandatory. 
In fact, Stern was stunned over the uh, slew of publicity he received for his remarks, saying it's something I haven't ever seen before. Uh, on a serious XM radio show, Stern once again addressed the blank heads, the sugar honey iced tea heads in our country who won't get vaccinated. Uh, he also took a shot at podcast host Joe Rogan for taking horse uh, dewormer medications from a doctor instead of a cure. Wow. He took some horse medicine? Yeah, he did. He did. He talked that about was it, stupid. too. Yeah, it was on the news. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I bet he, he, he had a whole lot. A whole lot. <laughs> He'll take that, but he won't take the vaccination. I mean, what, where's the logic in that? He's taking Dave, his tail trying to slap flies and stuff. He's doing a lot. <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand. I don't get that. You know, I don't get I don't, the logic I don't understand. I don't understand people who don't want to be vaccinated. I just don't understand it. You may have your reason, and I've had people explain it to me, and when they get through explaining it to me, it doesn't make sense to me. I haven't had anybody explain anything. One brother sat me down and said, Steve, it's like this. Think about this. Why is this country in such a hurry to help black people when they ain't helped us before? I went, dog, the vaccine is for everybody. It has no color. It's it's not, they're not trying to get just blacks. Uh, Yeah, but see, brother, you also are not remembering the Tuskegee experiment. You please need to know the facts. They weren't given medication Mm -hmm. on purpose with syphilis so these evil ass people Mm -hmm. could find out what all syphilis did. They didn't vaccinate them. Know your facts, right? Right. Yeah. So you know if you're gonna use stuff as to why you're not doing it, and so I'm sorry, man. That's just me. No one has set me down and given me a solid reason as to mm-hmm. why they weren't good. The only thing I heard that I had to lay lay back on was a young girl said she was afraid to take the vaccine because she wanted to get pregnant. Okay, okay. and she didn't know the effect that would have. That I understood. Right. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, you know, me for anything. that, that I understood. I, I, you know, what can I say about that? I'm a man too, so what do I know? Right. So you got to respect this woman's right as as a, the only humans that can procreate, make life. Mm-hmm. You got you got to let women say what they want to say. Now you yeah, got to back right. up. Yeah. But, yeah, but COVID does not discriminate. Period. I, I, I can see if it's a bunch of black people dying, and that's all. No, right. Man, everybody yeah. dying. Brother, exactly. everybody Every is race. pulling up out yeah. of here. Yeah. Everyone. Thank you. It does not discriminate it. At that, all. You know, so, but people have tried, though. They tried with those arguments, though. You know, they're putting stuff in us so they can track us. You know, all of those. They've been tracking you. <laughs> yeah. Dog, if you got a cell phone, they, they got you. They know. They know how to find you. If you, you. go online, they oh, got you. They know. Yes. But but not only, what is you saying? They, you ain't saying nothing they want to hear no damn way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you ain't saying nothing. You ain't drawing no attention. <laughs> FBI they ain't looking for us. you. <laughs> right. So yes. what? You ain't got no big crazy. secret we want to hear. Right. All these crazy arguments, these conspiracies, him, and all man. this stuff. I just you know, haven't had was... anybody other than that young lady that made me that go, okay, crazy. I get it. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I don't get you. I don't get what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. And it's cool, but if that but but it's but but it goes back to this part too. What? You can convince yourself of anything mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. it's yourself. It's yourself. Once you fix your mind to believe a certain thing, That's then it. it's done. It's done. 
And so that's the problem that we're having, folks. Uh, because if a person has fixed in his mind that they right, ain't nothing you can tell them to make them think they wrong, especially when they're using their damn opinion. Right, and their and their goal then is to go around and to see how many people they can get they can get to agree with them. You know what I'm and saying? And I don't care what you do in this world, you're gonna find somebody go along. Oh, with right. yeah, all the time, for sure, Every single time, all yeah. the time. Don't care what it is. <laughs> gonna find a few. Always walk with you. All right, oh babe. Coming up next, the nephew with today's prank phone call. Right after this, thing, Steve. Don't always view the same. Wow, wow. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after the hour, uh, today's strawberry letter, the subject, too much of a good thing. We'll get into that in just a little bit. But uh, first, the nephew is here with today's prank phone call. What you got for his nephew today? God is not through with you. But we are. Mm. Oh, let's go, cat dog. Hello. Hello, I'm trying to reach our sister Takara. Who's this? This is uh, Brother Brinkley from the church. How you doing? Oh, hey. How is it? It's um, I'm at work. Can I call you back? Uh, um... Uh, well, this is this is kind of urgent. I've called your your house phone and I didn't get an answer. And I, I had this other number on file, so I wanted to reach out to you. But what I won't take long, but it it, it really is a hurt. Uh, all right, well, <clears throat> that urgent matter, if you don't mind. All right, hold on, hold on. Let me let me step away from my cubicle. Hold on. Hello. Hello. Yeah. Okay. So what's uh, Brother Brinkley? Speak to me. Okay, we have a bit of a problem here, and we're gonna try to we're trying to clean up a lot of things here at the church. You know, I hate to be the one to bring you some bad news. Let me just start by by saying this. God might not be through with you, but we are here at the church. It has been brought to our attention, uh, Sister Cara, that you guys are halfway coming to church. You you, you might come once, once out of a month. You're not tithing as we expected. You know, the, the, the church can't really depend on you. Um, it's you. You got, you know, you bring your kids. I think your brother comes to the church. But everybody is coming every now and then. We cannot depend on you all to be the members and have the expectation of what we're trying to well, what? The church. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. What, you, say, you say your name is Brother Brinkley? You're from Brother the church? Brinkley. Yes. And you yes. you 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 work uh, you work under the deacon. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, I I've never heard of you before. I I I have been officiated by the pastor as I'm over actually over the finance, and we're going through all of the books and looking at all of the numbers of the of the members of the church, the directory, and we're okay. noticing what people are paying tithes, what people aren't paying tithes, who's coming to church, who's participating okay. in different in different uh, 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 ministries and whatnot. And Sister Takara, I got I have to be honest. Which you 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 there maybe once every one or some month we might see you might not see you you know and like I say God may not be through with you but we are. Well, okay, you keep saying that. that well, listen, why? I don't understand. Like, are y'all monitoring my 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 church going? Like, I can't, I can't. I can't. I have to go every single week. I mean, I, well, I, well, I go well, when well, I can. Why are you absent so much at the church? Explain that. Well, to me. I mean, I have three kids, you know, I mean, <laughs> I have two jobs. Sometimes I don't, I mean, I still pray, 
I, I don't understand how a church can. Are you y'all serious? You got two jobs, but we're not getting tired like you got two jobs. Well, you're not tired you like you got two jobs. Because I, I can't afford. You just you just I said I got two jobs. That's what you just said. And that those two jobs are in support of my kids. I mean, I can't support the church and my kids at the same time. I, I can't do both. I mean, I do, I give when I can. Let me ask you something. Uh, what are you making on that other job? Are you serious? Are you really? You really? You really? At, I didn't know the church got in this deep with. You really asking me how much I make in my second job that I take to support my kids? Come on now, there's got to be something. This is. I'm gonna say this to you again. God may not be through with you, but we are. If you are not right. going to pay your tithes, if you're not going to come to work on a consistent basis, then what What do you benefit the church? Is that what the church is about? This can't be. I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this to you. You, you. Let me tell you what the church is all about. The church if is you say, a... If you say we're done with you again one more time, I'm serious. No, I'm going to tell you this. You're talking about, is that what the church is about? Let me tell you what the church is. The church is a hospital for crippled souls. You understand that? That's what okay. the church is. That's what the church is. But when, when we have souls that are coming in to be saved, we are doing our job. And guess what? Those people that are coming in, you know what they're doing? They're tithing. That's what they're doing. They're tithing. You, Sister Takara, I'm sure your soul is crippled. You're not coming, and you're not tithing. You may give us a, a little something when you show up, if you show up. Am I right or wrong? Hmm? Okay, hold up. This, let me get one thing straight. This is what you called me for in the middle of my work day to tell me that you're kicking me out the church because I don't give enough money to the church while I'm at my job that I can barely afford to pay my bills with. Matter of fact, I don't even know who you are. I've never met you in my life. And I don't, you know what? This church, you know, f this church. I hate to say it, but if that's what the church is about, you had the nerve to call me. I'm, I'm in the f lobby of my second job. Okay, now, 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 let me say something now. You being very unchristian like now. Are you kidding me? Sister so, so, Kari, you're going to watch your tone and your language, you hear? This is not Christian-like. Well, 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 you now, do you, do you know Brother Dwayne? Isn't that your brother? Okay, and? Now, now Brother Dwayne is who told me to call you. Really? Yeah. My brother. Yeah. So, what, so what is this about, huh? Brother, oh. whatever. I don't know. What is your name? My name is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your brother Dwayne got me to prank phone call you. Nephew Tommy? No, Oh, my God. He, yo, he's about to get me fired from this job. I'm in the lobby screaming my people looking at me. Oh, my uh, gosh. You all I'm right? Here is Nephew Tommy. Yeah, it's no. Nephew Tommy. What's up? Is not through with you, but she said, "If you say that one more time, <laughs> boy, you say that one more time." 
And then and then when and then when she finally had enough of that, uh-huh. you and whatever church you from, ah, <laughs> uh, I got some information for you, sir. How I really feel right you. now. Not me, <laughs> man. Blank this church. Yeah, blank this church. <laughs> <laughs> matter of fact, yeah, you tried it, nephew. Time you pressed up, but you said, As a "Matter of fact, how much you making on that other job? <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> Are you?" <laughs> the uh, church is a hospital <laughs> for, for crippled souls. souls. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man, your soul is crippled, ain't it? Uh, <laughs> man, uh, guess that's all right. The king of pranks. No, guess thank that's you, thank why. You. Mm-hmm. The king is coming to West Palm Beach, Florida. Tickets on sale right now. That's the 24th and 25th of this month, Friday and Saturday. Tickets on sale right now. The nephew coming to act a doggone fool. Get it while the getting is good. Four shows, two on Friday, two on Saturday. And um, back on a plane on Sunday, you know, because it got to be to work on Monday. That's that's how we do it. Mm. That's different. You know, you know, you got to grow up <laughs> at some point, sure. I just said. I, did I just say that? Surprise! Surprise! Your uncle didn't you have did. anything to say on that one. Like, grow up. You know, you uh-uh. Grow up at some point. You know, you have to man up. You know, you don't. You don't time for your job. You know what I mean? Wow. Come My mother is smiling down from ready to heaven. work. Twenty fourth, twenty fifth. The nephew coming to West Palm Beach, Florida. Two Friday, two Saturday. Get it while they're getting is good, and we're gonna have some fun up in here. I'm gonna play a little golf up in there. Matter of fact. Uh, if there is anybody in West Palm with a nice soul food restaurant, I sure would like somebody to slide by and bring some ribs or wow. some. Or I something. ain't never, nah, I ain't familiar with that. No, not in West, say, West Palm. Um, they might have it, but I'm not familiar with soul food in West Palm. I'm pretty sure it's there. Uh-huh. I just ain't never had. No. I want some good eating in West Palm. That's what you're I gonna want. have to take yours with you. I will pack up some food. Now, I done got on the... That's too damn country for me. <laughs> I, done, I done done it. I done had a Ziploc of real. Whole seafood ball on the floor. All right, nephew. Thank you. Coming up next, a strawberry letter. Too much of a good thing is a subject. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys. Time now for today's strawberry letter. And if you need advice on relationships, sex, work, dating, parenting, and more, please submit your strawberry letter to steveharveyfm.com and click submit strawberry letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. You never know. It could be yours. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the strawberry letter. Thank you, nephew. Subject, too much of a good thing. Dear Stephen Shirley, I've been in a relationship with a woman for the past 15 years. It's been on and off again, but she's the one for me. She's my everything, and our kids are my world. I bet you're wondering why haven't I married her, and maybe you can help me figure it out, too. For the first few years of our relationship, we kept it on the down low because of her age. She was 16 when I started dating her, and I was 19. It didn't matter much to us, but I was afraid of her father and that he would object. He found out about it and took it better than we expected. He actually walked in on us having sex in his house when she was 18, and he threatened to shoot me, but thank God he didn't. We're super cool now, and he's hoping I get a ring soon and marry his daughter. Over the years, financial issues and raising our children has come between us. We live together one minute, we'll live together one minute, and the next minute she's moving out. Quite honestly, the only time we get along is when we're having sex. 
What makes it hard is that we have sex almost every day. Yes, even when we're apart, she will come to me and demand sex. We've had sex in the strangest places because it's her way of feeling closer to me if we're arguing. I talked her into buying a home together so we can be stable for our children. She's happy about it only because she will have me in her bed every night. I feel like a slave to her. And if I tell her no, I feel awful. There are just times that I can't perform, nor do I want to. Like if she says something to emasculate me in front of my eight-year-old son, I have no desire to make love to her. I need some help here, guys, before I move in with her. Should I let her continue to use me for sex if we grew apart years ago? Hmm. This letter is confusing to me. Um, because it really seems like two different letters. I mean, the first part, you're happy. She's the one for you. She's your everything. Then part two, you're an emasculated sex slave. Um, mm. There's a lot of sex going on in this marriage, but not a lot of communication uh, in this relationship. After 15 years and kids, of course you guys should be married. Of course you, you should. I'm with the dad. Where's the ring? So why aren't you is the question. And I really don't think it's for any of the reasons you gave, because sex every night, I think that's most men's dream, isn't it? Uh, after all the years, you guys, you guys should be night. able to talk about anything. I mean, you guys should be able to express yourselves. You should tell her not to talk to you crazy in front of your son. Uh, and and she would probably stop doing it. So So now... What do you want moving forward? Because you guys bought a home like a married couple. I mean, you said you talked her into that, and she was on board. You have kids like a married couple, and you have more sex than a lot of married couples. So what's the problem? I mean, you seem to keep making excuses, money problems, kid problems, sex problems. I mean, you know, in a lot of relationships, these things are normal. So I just say no more excuses. Stop all these excuses. Be a man. Ask this man to marry you. I ask this woman to marry you. I mean, seriously, Steve. I don't. I don't. I don't this this letter's crazy. I don't. I don't it see is. it. Uh, too much of a good thing. Uh, <laughs> been in a relationship with a woman for the past fifteen years, but it's been off and on. See, I keep. Well, I don't understand. I've been in these great relationships, but they've been off and on. That's not a great relationship. But she's the one for me. But y'all off and on. She's my everything. And my kids are our world. Dog, y'all off and on for 15 years. I bet you wondering why I ain't married her and maybe we can help figure it out. Because it's off and on, boy. <laughs> That's why... Every time you want to marry her, something happened and y'all go off. Then y'all got to work yourself back on. That's why for the first few years of our relationship, we kept it on the down low because of her age. Here we go. She was 16 when I started dating her and I was 19. It didn't matter much to us. Oh, it might not have mattered to you. Hmm. But the police department, the FBI, <laughs> and the federal government gives a damn about this. Yeah. A big day. Hey, yeah. Man, boy, it didn't matter much to us. Good thing you didn't share it with anybody else. Mm-hmm. It didn't matter much to us, but I was afraid her father would object. You think? He found out about it and took it better than we expected. 
Now, listen to this line, y'all. He found out about it and took it better than we expected. Then right after he put a period, this is the next line he say. He actually walked in on us having sex in his house when she was 18, and he threatened to shoot me. <laughs> Didn't you just say he took it much better than you expected? Didn't you just say that, dog? Should have been one whole yeah. sentence, <laughs> Bruh, Then he walked in on y'all having sex when she was eighteen and threatened to shoot you. <laughs> well, good thing he took it well. <laughs> Whoa! <sighs> but thank God he didn't. We're super cool now, and he's hoping I get a ring soon and marry his daughter. I guess after the death threat, you don't you don't realize. This is a slow burn shotgun wedding, dog. <laughs> yes, yes. I don't know if you realize this or not. When we come back, I'll tell you the rest. But you've been threatened <laughs> with death. Now you're All, right. Cool. All right. All right, Steve. We'll have part two of your response coming up to the strawberry letter. Too much of a good thing is the subject at 23 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's strawberry letter. The subject, too much of a good thing. Yeah, yeah, too much. We ain't even got to the sex part yet. Mm. Uh, Dated this girl when she was 16. He was 19. Had to keep it on the down low. Said it didn't matter much to us. Well, like I said before, it mattered to a lot of other people. (laughs) If the police and the FBI had found about it, it would have really mattered, son. But they didn't, and so you got away with it. And then you you were scared to tell them. You kept it on down low because you scared of how her father would react. But he actually took it better than we expected because we was in there having sex in the house when she was 18, and he threatened to shoot me. That's how he took it. That's how well he took it. But thank God he didn't. We super cool now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and he hoping I get a ring. No, you super cool now. <laughs> He opened, I get a ring, marriage daughter. Over the years, financial issues and raising our children has come between us. The children have come between y'all. Ain't that the thing that the one thing that y'all can have together? You want to know why you can't marry her yet. Either that or your typing skills are stupid. One of the two. <laughs> I don't know which one it is yet. Uh, we live together one minute, and the next minute she's moving out. Hard to marry somebody when they pack it. I'm just going to tell you that. <laughs> Quite honestly, the only time we get along is when we have is sex. And what makes it hard is that we have sex almost every day. Woohoo! Yeah. Yes, even when we are apart, she will come to me and demand sex. We've had sex in the strangest places because it's her way of feeling closer to me if we're arguing. I talked her into buying a home together so we could be stable for our children. She's happy about it, only because she would have me in her bed every night. What are you having sex at? Everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Every day. I feel like a slave to her. You are. Mm. Hell, you feel like a slave without being one. And if I tell her no, I feel awful. There are just times I can't perform, nor do I want to. Like if she's saying something to emasculate me in front of my eight-year-old son, get your punk ass over here. 
What? See? Get your punk ass over here and do like I tell you. Don't do that in front of the kids. Don't, don't Not in that. front of the baby. Baby, the boy is looking. I don't give a damn. He know who you are. <laughs> you heard it, Daddy? Get your nah. punk ass over there. Here, hold my leg. What? That's the kid, huh? What? You heard it, Daddy? Get your punk ass over there. You shut up. You don't tell him to shut up and hold my leg. Good. Junior has the perfect kid voice. Masculates me in front of my eight-year-old son, but I have no desire to make love to her. I need some help here, guys, before I move in with her. Should I let her continue to use me for sex if we grew apart years ago? Listen to me, dog. Y'all apart now. You've grown apart. Why y'all buying a house together? Support your child. Y'all need to split up. But you know if you split up, she coming over there. Mm-mm-mm. Sex slave. <laughs> yeah. You don't break up with me. Maybe. Now hold my leg. <laughs> Come on, Junior. You heard, you heard, mama. Get your punk ass over there and hold her leg. Boy, I'm not going to tell you no more. This ain't got nothing to do with you. <laughs> this is a reenactment. This is the boy. Yeah. The mother. Now, Shirley, you be the mother. Okay. Junior, you the boy. Uh-huh. And I'm 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 the dude that wrote the letter. Okay. Anybody can start. Honey, come in here. It's time. You hear mama? Come in here. Boy, boy, ain't you got nothing to do? Mm-mm. Don't worry <laughs> about him. Don't uh-huh. worry about him. You got something to do. Mm-hmm. Baby, stop talking to me like this in front of this boy. Get naked. <laughs> He doesn't understand wait a that. Minute, wait a minute, wait. What did you say, boy? Get naked. <laughs> yeah, you heard him. Get no, naked. See, but that's you. See, you put these thoughts in this boy's head. You got this boy talking to me like this. Look, just do what I tell you to do. You have duties, okay? Don't worry baby, about the baby. I don't baby. want to. <laughs> no, you're going to, okay? It's nighttime. We do it every night. Get don't naked. stop now. Don't stop. And we've been if doing you... it this way for 15 wait years. Wait a minute, baby. Wait a minute, du- boy. Boy, go in there and find yourself something to do. Don't worry about him. You worry about me. You're looking my at me. Son. Worry I'm about worried me. about him. Mama said you got You got to do what mama say do. Do mama. That's right, baby. Tell your daddy to get in here and do me. Get your punk ass in there and do mama. If you call me. <laughs> see, you see how you do it, baby. You got this boy called. I'm his daddy, and he calling me punk ass. Oh, honey, he wasn't he's on so this cute. radio show, I'd cuss him out and bust him dead his damn teeth. Don't worry about the baby. He's so cute. Oh, honey, you're so cute. This baby ain't cute with his old-looking ass. We got an eight-year-old that look 40. <laughs> well, he looks just like you. But I'm, I am 40. Look, we're, we're wasting time standing out here arguing, okay? You you have a duty to perform. I don't okay? want you. You have a perform. Yes, you do. Well, I, I don't. want you. <laughs> the end. <laughs> All right, put your comments in today's strawberry letter at steveharvey.com, at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook, and check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. It was good. It was good. <laughs> Coming up in 46 minutes after the hour, Junior and Sports Talk right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
All right, time now for Junior and Sports Talk. What you got, Junior? Well, Shirley, I'll tell you one thing. The numbers is in, and that seems like everybody wanted football to be back because they didn't miss a soul, man. The NFL returned to higher-than-expected ratings last Thursday night's kickoff game between Tampa Bay and the Dallas Cowboys attracted more than 26 million viewers. Mm. The audience was the biggest for a TV program since February's Super Bowl. Wow. Now, this is this is really what's tripped out. NBC has sold all but five commercial sites for the Super Bowl already. Already? Already, all but five. Okay, advertising agencies are in the building uh, bidding war to buy time. Sponsors are paying as much as 6.5 million. For 60 wow. seconds. For 30 seconds. 30 seconds. Mm. Wow. It ain't but five hey, slots left. How many commercials is in the Super Bowl? Oh, man, I can't tell you how many commercials in the Super Bowl, man. That's a lot. That's a lot that of commercials. Lot. In, in one break, you might get 10. Yeah, you could get, you could get, yeah. Up yeah. To, so that's a, God, that's a lot of money. That's a lot of paper. And ain't but five <laughs> slots left. He said, God, that's a lot of money. I'll give you another one. Between the Cleveland Browns and the Chiefs, CBS charged 700000 per 30 seconds. First that, game. First game. So they like they don't know who be playing. You put Patrick Mahomes, you got Baker Mayfield, and Baker Mayfield, how many commercials do he have? Uh, they, they, he kill it. But whoever writing these commercials, they need a new writer. <laughs> yeah. The writing band? No, man. He's good, but the writing sucks. Yeah. He makes it work. the writer. They mm-hmm. don't know how to make a punchline on them commercials. Mm-mm. They need they they need to hire a punch-up writer. Mm-hmm. They need to mm-hmm. get rid of this advertising firm, and they need, like on TV, they need a punch-up artist. Right. They need somebody to write their taglines, because, man, these Great jokes concept. that they write, these jokes they write, horrible. He ain't, he ain't got a one commercial that's funny. And it's a joke in every last one. Every last one of them. He at home in a stadium. That's yeah, he live home. in a stadium. He live in that's a stadium. That's where Kanye got that from. Go ahead. That's what Kanye got. That's what Kanye got. You know what? I'm going to have live in Soldier Field. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. He's down in Atlanta now right. Soldier Field. Yeah, that's probably what Kanye got. Mm-hmm. So, you know, mm-hmm. Super Bowl 56, man, it's coming February 13, 2022, SoFi Stadium in Englewood, California. Oh, you been in that stadium, though. So far, yeah, I was in it last year for the uh, NFL honors. They haven't played a game in the chat. It's nice. It's mm-hmm. nice. Oh it's my right down the from my house. Really? Oh, that thing is, that thing is flat out gorgeous, man. The screen that's in the middle of that thing right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think somebody told. I don't want to repeat this because I might have a number wrong. But what? It was a, it was a huge number. For Just the for the screen. Oh. oh ungodly number if you like had that money screen ever yeah if if you had that money you yeah. could retire hey oh wow what did wow. if i had that money that they spent on that screen i could quit <laughs> <laughs> all right <laughs> thank you junior coming up at the top of the hour tiffany haddish seems to think that uh, marriage is a business we'll talk about it right after this you're listening to the steve harvey morning show All right, guys, what can we say? A landslide victory for Governor Gavin Newsom in California. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, California. Good morning. (laughs) And you know what? Here's this the moment I've been waiting on right here. So thank you. Listen. (laughs) What, Steve? (laughs) I want the minority minority. in this country to be Uh aware of something. That you have awakened the sleeping giant. That we are now awoke, awake, sitting up in here. We're waiting on all elections now. 
<laughs> right. We, we involved yeah, in all watch. of them now. Yes. You <laughs> know, commissioners, paper. judges. Whatever. We, we, we are now awake for all of them. And you have yourself to thank. Mm-hmm. You know, because of your sheer blatant attempts to steal an election. Yes. In your blatant attempts to constantly ignore the majority and what they, not what they want, just what they need. Right. And your inconsiderate attitude towards the less fortunate. Now we are wide awake. Yep. For all your little tricks, all mm-hmm. your shenanigans, all of these little things you passing in Texas. Voter well, suppression we, laws, all mm-hmm. that. Yeah. All that voter away. suppression mess. From our civil mm-hmm. rights. No. Listen mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. These are our rights as mm-hmm. citizens. These are our rights as human beings. Inalienable rights. You've taken them. You're not getting them back. You know, you're trying to take them, and we're not giving them back. Let me put it to you that way. Yeah. We're not giving them back. Right. We gangster now. We matter. Yeah. We G's with this. Mm -hmm. We we gangster C. (laughs) Yeah, we gangster with it. Because since you don't think black lives matter, Mm -hmm. we finna show you something. See, I'm telling y'all, and I said it in the last election, in the big one, I'm telling you, if you want them to think that black lives matter, you got to show them that our vote matters. Because our vote can affect their power, Mm -hmm. their position, and their money. And that's all they care about. Mm -hmm. Amen to that. When you sit up and you take something as basic as masks and vaccines, and you politicize that... That shows you the level that you will go to. When you let Ted Cruz in Texas just lie and continue to lie, this man, of all the politicians I've ever met in my life, David Duke included, this is the one that I despise the most because of his cowardice. I can't stand a coward-ass man. If you sit up in here and you talk about my father... And my wife, yeah. and then you turn around and lick the man's boots that talked about oh, your you. father and your and your boots. wife. Oh man, you can miss me, dog. You can yeah. miss me forever, man. Yeah. But you threw yeah. David Duke in there. That's major. Dog. Oh Steve. no, no, no. Yeah. Dave, d- see, David Duke at least said what he was. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I'm the yeah. grand wizard uh-huh. of yeah. the KKK. I got yeah. that. Now. Yeah. All right, dog. All right, that's where you are. I know how to play you from here on out. Ted Cruz, mm-hmm. this coward of a man. Yeah. I, I've never, I, I saw it with my own eyes. I watched Donald Trump just trash this family, this man's yeah. family. And he turned around, I'm the biggest supporter of Donald Trump. He oh, called your man. wife ugly consistently, yeah. publicly. Dog. I used to your daddy. Me. Nah, man. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, it's just amazing. It's amazing, yeah. man. And so congratulations to the voters of California. Thank you. California. Thank you for raising up again Allie, and Allie. showing them in a massive landslide. Yes. We're not having Blow this no out. more. <laughs> the gig is up. So right. let it be known to everybody else. Pay attention. We ain't going for it. You didn't suppress this vote. 
Yep, that's right. All right. (laughs) We'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 20 minutes after, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, listen up, guys. Police in Quintana Roo, Mexico, recently received an unusual complaint from a local woman who accused her 23-year-old neighbor of hanging her underwear in plain sight in order to seduce her husband. 42-year-old Yuvitsa E. told police officers that it was no coincidence her young neighbor always washed her thongs on Saturday around noon when her husband was at home and free to gawk at her from their home and asked the police to arrest the young woman for lack of morals and decency, but they politely informed her that the 23-year-old woman had done nothing illegal. I mean, it's not illegal. Who is this hater? Who is the hater that called in on her? That's the lady next door. Yeah, her neighbor. She didn't want her husband going out seeing her thongs hanging up. See, her thong don't look like her thong. Uh-oh. You see what I'm saying? That's what it is. I'm two different thongs. Yeah. yeah. See, her thong is really a pair of bloomers. <laughs> and because fanny. she walks them into a thong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's what happened. Yeah, but when she hang them back up, they go right on back to being bloomers. <laughs> I hate all of you. What? That's what happened. Yeah. One is a thong and one is wrong. I'm yeah. just telling you. Yeah. That's what it is. That's exactly and what your happened. little fat, hating-ass neighbor next door going to report the woman. All you right. ain't well, even I really got they... to put a thong on the clothesline. It don't take long to dry. It's just a patch. <laughs> That's true. <It's> <laughs> All right, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 33 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. So if you saw Shaquille O'Neal's profile on a dating app, would you think it's catfish or would you think it's legit? Well, apparently Shaq, who is 49 years old, tried to give a t- tried to give Tinder a shot, but had to delete it after 24 hours because no one believed it was him. <laughs> oh, I would think yeah. it was catfish for sure. Uh, Shaq says, I signed up for Tinder, put my put in my name, and I tried to make a person meet me. Okay, and they didn't believe it was me. Shaq shared in a recent interview, he said, uh, it's me, it's Shaq. And the woman said, Shaq would never be on this. Mm. So I had to hit delete. I had to delete my account. (laughs) Shaq said she was hot too. (laughs) The woman (laughs) who didn't believe it was him. I need to put Uh, Shaq on ready to love. Shaq looking for somebody? Come on, Shaq. No, Shaq don't need no damn Tinder. Shaq said, please just meet me at Starbucks. No stranger danger, none of that stuff. Right. And, you know, I know you guys are married, Steve and Tommy, but Junior, would you date a celebrity on a dating app? I'd date damn near anybody. <laughs> <laughs> That's how this thing going over here. I, you don't even got to be that famous. <laughs> You're not that picky. <laughs> yeah. Famous. I, I just came out of COVID by myself. Mm. Struggling to eat was yeah. a problem. <laughs> I got to address these issues now. Um. Yeah. Yeah, you got some more pressing things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can't be picky because she famous or not. Yeah. Ride it out. <laughs> nah, be talking about if she is famous and if what I like, hell yeah, I'm a dater. Uh-huh. Yeah. But have you ever dated anyone from a from online? I got to ask you that. Have you gone no. on a dating No, site? I've never I've never done that. No, yeah. I've never done the app thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you remember back in the day, Uncle, when you had your dating site? I went on that one date that one time. Church. Oh, I was finna say. Oh, I remember yeah. that. You remember that? Dog, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, dog, you said, Uncle, back in the day when you, back in my day, <laughs> wasn't no damn <laughs> app. app. 
early on in the Steve yeah. Harvey morning Back in show. my day, yeah. it wasn't no smartphone. It wasn't <laughs> a phone. <laughs> we didn't have phone. a dumb yeah. phone. Yeah. yeah. A smartphone. Remember, get this damn pay phone. Get your ass out of here. Well, Shaq yeah. says, I guess he's saying, meet them the old-fashioned way, like, you know, at a Starbucks or something like that if you're a person like Shaq. So, mm. And not That's on a dating is. site. Can you That's what he's saying, because he didn't have <laughs> Can we have a couple of days? <laughs> <laughs> Do you find love in Me and you? <laughs> Can you dig it? <laughs> but you wouldn't think that someone like Shaq would. They probably are coming out, but is that is that genuine? He's they got a lot of Woodward's jobs. You have to be willing to take on a lot now. That's Shaq. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like what? <laughs> Shaq, that ain't Tiny House. That's Shaq. <laughs> <laughs> Seven one, <laughs> seven two three hundred. Yeah. All right, coming up, it is our last break of the day, and of course, at forty nine minutes after, we'll have some closing remarks from the one and only, our fearless leader, Steve Harvey. Right after this, you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we are, guys. Our last break of the day on this Wednesday, Hump Day. Hump Day. Yeah, hump Day. Mm-hmm. Got it. Good day. Wednesday. Man. Been a great day. Yeah, it really has. What a day! day. What a day! I ain't got a busy day in front of me. What do you? But I'm grateful for being busy. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Taping Steve Watch. Uh Got to drive out there. When does your damn makeup on? Tell me about the (laughs) Facebook show. I don't know much about it. Uh, You know, it's just a. You know, it's a show of clips. It's a new episode every day, but the clips range from four minutes to six minutes, stuff like that. Yeah. It's just a clip show. Mm-hmm. It's the way it's done now. And so, and it's on Facebook, which is a great platform because so many people see it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Way more people see it than than the, than your TV show. Yeah. Wow. You know, over the course of time, it's just mm-hmm. an easy way to get it out. Yeah. And it's repeats, you know, over and over and over and over and over. Yeah. So the show is really good. Uh, yesterday, my guest was Ludacris. Luda. Oh, uh, Luda. I sat down and talked with Luda. Uh, mm-hmm. Luda got a cooking show coming up. Cooking show? Mm-hmm. Now, he got a Netflix show that we talked about. It's about his daughter's, uh, his daughter uh, helped him create the show. His 20-year-old daughter that's okay. going to Spelman mm-hmm. called uh, Karma, Karama. I can see you, you. I can see you. You wrong. Karma. Karma. Yeah, karma. You know you wrong. You know you wrong. You were looking up at the ceiling. Yeah, I was trying to. I was hoping it would come out. Karma. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Karma. And so it's about uh, his daughter, and he wrote it uh, on, you know, with, the, with his daughter in mind. You know how she wanted to pursue a uh, career in music, and he made her track everything. And so now she's going off school at Spelman, and then. Netflix series is about her life. It's an animated series. Really oh, nice. Okay. Oh, beautiful. Really, really nice, man. Luda's a good dude, man. I enjoyed talking with him yesterday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's come a Great long dude, way. Great dude, man. Legend mm-hmm. dude. Mm-hmm. Great dude. Fast and Furious, what, about- what, 30? What, which one are you on, man? 85. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> what year? What about the Judge Steve show? When does that start taping? Uh, we start taping that in uh, late October, November. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. That won't air to 2022, though. Okay. Okay. I got to get it right. Mm-hmm. 
really excited fun, about Steve. it. I'm yeah. excited to see that. Though. That's going to be fun. That's going to be hilarious. Uh, you know, I've been working with the executive producer we met yesterday. We're really trying to put it together. Wow. It's, it's going to be interesting, man. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be I'm fun. A, yeah, I'm going to have some twists to it that ain't on regular judge shows. Is yeah. any, we know any that. cases? Yeah, all Those types of, us of cases. Those of us who know you. The, the cases are legitimate. They, oh, yeah, the cases no. are real? Yeah. Uh-huh. These are real small claims court cases. Okay, gotcha. You know, ain't nobody in there for murder or nothing like yeah, that. Yeah, he ain't ruling on no armed robberies. <laughs> no, no. Especially if I know you had a gun. Your ass is out of here. Well, yeah, small claims court. Got it. Yeah. yeah you know, think... domestic disputes, you know, uh, car accidents, money, yeah. stolen property, rental, stuff like that, relationship, child support, you yeah. know. Mm, I like okay. it. I yeah. like it. Yeah, that's going to be fun, Steve. It really, really is. I look forward to that because yeah, you the, can we, use your we were, comedy skills. Oh, go on use. I mean, if I don't use that, I might well not be on TV. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to be hollering. I mean, that's what's going to set me aside. Yeah. That and then uh, the tag is, you know, the court of common sense. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times, man, you go into these court situations and just because this is the law, they don't take into consideration the circumstances. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. See, I'm going to look at everything where I can either apply the law or I can just look at it how I look at it. Yeah. Or feel how you want to feel. I want you, you to look it. at it how you yeah. look at it. Yeah. yeah. I just don't like the way you walk in here myself. <laughs> you look guilty when you came yeah. in. <laughs> I like that, man. And you're still looking for a bailiff, right? Here come the judge. Yeah. He said they're doing a feed me up. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's what they want. Oh, okay. They're going to put mm-hmm. a white woman in there. I, really, I can tell when a white woman for the coming. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell. I can tell. I can tell when I've been bumped out by a white woman. I can tell. I can yeah. Tell. You got your job taken by a white oh, woman. I already see it coming. <laughs> well, you know, a lot of reasons you get bumped out by a white woman is the mere fact that you keep calling them white women. Twenty twenty two. Mm-hmm. We look good, forward though. to it, Steve, and congratulations again. That's the one I'm I'm waiting on. That's gonna be funny. And fun. And you know what? I was watching uh, very quickly. I got a minute left. Mm-hmm. I was watching Joel Osteen this morning before I came in. Mm-hmm. My morning meditation. I put on one of his sermons. And just real briefly in a nutshell, he says, in, in, in all, you have to expect God to do exceedingly and abundantly over all you think or ask. And look for it. Stop pigeonholing God when you ask for something. Stop putting limitations on it. You should ask God to do whatever he going to do for you and in his way. And it's always exceedingly and abundantly over all you think I ask. Mm-hmm. So don't limit yourself when you ask God by asking him and then telling him how to do it. Open yourself up to him and the way he would give it to you and what he would give it to you in the time. It always, always turns out better than what you ask. That's for all of it. Amen. Yeah, man. Ask for everything. Amen. Because he, he does the impossible all the time. Well, no, he did it at your house. He, <laughs> he did that. He did that. He, he overabundantly. You ain't lying. You ain't lying, boy. Way past. What did you say, Tommy? Yeah. The he Lord has been there. to this man's house. <laughs> Lord Jesus, he's been there. <laughs> 
Y'all have a great day. <laughs> Praise him. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 